Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast with Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida, and Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. We might be joined in a little bit by Shea Brewer out in the Pacific Northwest. We'll see if he can jump on with us here in a bit, but let's see how the guys are doing. Bill, what's going on, man? You had a big week last week in San Francisco. Why don't you tell our listeners about little recognition you got <laughs> so are you I went in san francisco is in las vegas sorry yeah las vegas so the first uh first ever inman connect in las vegas i, I i'm uh, all in for the move brad had everybody vote kind of at the end the final session and it was over uh, pretty overwhelming for vegas i think there's a few people that love just the city of san francisco but man the facility was huge in vegas it had everything on one level sean you know yeah. going up and down and around trying to direct people it's just a nightmare in, in um, san francisco even new york it's just what so hotel are you at, Bill? Uh, the Aria. Okay. So they have, they have a two uh, East and a West Convention Center that were massive. So uh, love the love the venue, and obviously you know there are what fifteen restaurants inside the building. So yeah. food was never an issue if you wanted to get some quick. Bars were all over the place, and and we did a little traveling outside uh, to some other places, Cosmopolitan mostly because it's uh, next door, right? So yeah. had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and so. <laughs> So they, uh, every, uh, every year, uh, every summer, I guess, right. They, they have the Inman innovator awards and, and I was nominated for an innovator award for video slash podcast. And, uh, and I won. So <laughs> it was uh, super unexpected. Super, <laughs> you guys. Golf was, clap. Yeah, it was super fun. It was a kind of uh, surreal to go up on, you know, to come out to the front of the stage and uh, shake hands with uh, Brandon and Clelia, the moderator or the, mm -hmm. the, yeah, it was super fun. And, you know, it's been um, a, a fun last 48 hours with a whole lot of uh, really nice comments and it's, it's great. So yeah. And Sean, I, I purposely tagged you first in a post today because uh, you have been like the biggest, you know, I would call you an athletic supporter. <laughs> but it's not but it's not a it's not it's not a podcast about uh, about sports a pseudo promoter yes yeah so it's just been uh, yeah you've been great uh pumping up the show and talking about it so uh i think you sharing a little piece of that award it's awesome yeah so. I, think, uh, I think we become uh de facto winners as well because of this podcast right yeah there you go exactly it carries over <laughs> there's a carryover effect we have a halo effect here i think that's what they call it that's what's behind me on the light okay <laughs> very good yeah good. thanks and uh, t uh how was your weekend you, you get any golf in after your I, flight home i did get a golf in i, I i'm going to tell you a story this is what happens when you're 57 i'll be 58 in two weeks i did not stretch at all in vegas because i'm not getting on the hotel floor uh, I failed to stretch Saturday and Sunday here back in Phoenix or Phoenix back in Tampa. And I never got loose in the round today. It was mm -hmm. my fault. Uh, ended up shooting 88, a 20 in our game. So, you know, that's a minus seven. I wasn't even close to my number. Um, that will not happen again. I, I'm not, I'm not young, a young man who can just walk out there and, <laughs> and not be ready. And Yeah. A couple <laughs> loose swings on the, on the first tee thinking it's going to be. Well, it's, it's not even loose swings. It's just, I could not, rotate even the people i play with on a regular basis said what are you doing why why aren't why, why aren't you turning your shoulders i, I can't i just can't I, I can't physically can't turn them and you know, i got some more ibuprofen in me and did some stretching in between and actually saved the round in the last eight or nine holes you know because it was horrible at the beginning so right on it's golf right yeah i know you did a lot better this week but we'll hear what todd has to say first um, let's see how observant I am, Bill. Uh, your buddy Anthony did not join you today. Is that correct? 
No, he was there at the golf course today. He oh, played. Yeah, but he, he also had an open house today. I saw him post. Oh, he yeah. Said, he, he worked right after. Yep. Yeah, he said he rarely does open houses, but it was a good friend. Um, and he loved the house. Did a good job selling it. Um, he actually went Facebook Live. So, yeah. uh, and he was not wearing his green Crocs. He had to point out to everyone. When he's working, he actually wears uh, legit uh, shoes. So. Yeah, sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I was a I was a fanboy uh, this week. Uh, I was thrilled to hear that Bill, uh, you won your award. Um, I know nothing about the competition, know nothing about who was nominated. But when I heard, I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, that's a it's <laughs> a pretty pretty amazing uh, little podcast you run. You should be proud. A lot of hard work. Um, so good job there. And then Sean, I loved your um, twenty five things to do uh, if you're bored this weekend. <laughs> I thought it was great. And the the, the best, I, I love to try to. I don't even know if I'm using the word correctly, but the irony in that, um, you know, you're on this Facebook, you're, you're, you're projecting and millions of people literally around the world can be watching it and you have handwritten on paper, your little, uh, your little cue cards. Yes. Sean, couldn't you have just had an iPad, an iPad, you could have just swiped through all 25 really fast. No. Don't, don't change. change. Don't change. Don't change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really good. Um, I sent you a little note this morning, John, and I'm like, I've meditated and I'm going to the gym. So I'm doing two of your 25 things. Beautiful. And I sure as heck wasn't going to clean out the garage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, really cool. Um, real laid back weekend. Um, uh, didn't watch. Well, I watched the Braves. Um, they, they had a great weekend minus today, uh, but they took two out of three from the Phillies. Uh, but I, I actually read a lot this weekend. I'm, I'm trying to get back more into uh, just reading, just exercising the brain a little bit. And I think you also may notice on your um, on your uh, little uh, Facebook Live, you, you read. You're like, I'm reading this, this, and this. And it pod, your um, your uh, uh, podcasts are always, you know, uh, industry wide. Now I think I what I uh, said. Mix in some fiction or something like that. Mix in some fiction. Fiction is good <laughs> for the brain because you are always on the uh, on the nonfiction uh, train, reading in with your podcast. So, which is probably good. I'm sure you have your plenty of fiction on Netflix and. And uh, Amazon Prime, right? So, yep. Well, I, I mentioned I mentioned Stranger Things as one of my things to do. Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, no, good weekend, real relaxing. Um, uh, looking forward to the week ahead, and uh, looking forward to talking a little sports before we get there. Good, good. Well, I uh, I had a busy weekend on the golf course. Uh, Ron and Riley headed down to South Carolina on Friday to get some stuff moved into her new apartment, uh, and came back yesterday. So it was a quick thirty-nine hour, you know, down and back run. But I mean, Ryan and I were bachelors on Friday. Did they fly? Or, they drove uh, down. Drove down wow. and drove back, yeah. Um, wow, wow, okay. And so I played golf with Kevin early yesterday morning. We played a fivesome first group off. Uh, they let they let us rabbits go out uh, as a fivesome because we play so quick. We walked, Bill, fivesome, walked, teed off at 7 o'clock, done at 9.55. Um, wow. I shot a – Do you carry or do you use push carts? I carried yesterday and I carried this morning's first 18 and I used push cart in the wow. afternoon. The backpack, the double strap? Yeah, double yeah. strap. And uh, played good yesterday, and then um, uh, challenging round this morning. But then, Bill, I went to we, my brother and I played eighteen quickly this morning, and then and then turned around and had our men's golf association midsummer uh, major. It was a oh, wow. four man scramble, mm-hmm. so everybody tees off on the on the hole. You pick the best drive, and then you play in your own ball from there. And it was gotcha. two best two best balls net. Had to use everybody's drive three times. Uh, I was the A player. Uh, Bill, we used my drives on one, three, and four, so I was done for the afternoon. Uh, but coming off coming off the round in the in the morning, I was I didn't hit any balls before that. I just you know 
uh, and played great until uh, the last three holes. Um, actually, I, on 18, I, I played good, but we uh, – I just, you know, got, got tired at the end of the day. Yeah, um, 36 is a lot. It's yeah, a lot of yeah, golf. So it was fun. And, uh, and let's, let's start with golf. Um, lot, not a lot to talk about in sports, but let's focus on golf. And, and we talked about not warming up. How about we talk about Brooks Kepka? winning the WGC uh, and it was, it's all over Twitter, but he wasn't even at the course until about 46 <laughs> minutes before his tee time. Yeah. Uh, and Colt Nost, who was, I think on doing some CBS work, he texted Kepka saying like, Hey, where are you? And he's like, I'm on my way. I'm, I'm loose. Uh, and he, he rolled out and shot a 65 um, and, and one by four, one by three over Webb Simpson, uh, Mark Leishman by four. And then he beat Rory Fleetwood and Brian or uh, Matt Fitzpatrick by five strokes. Um, just a, just a kind of a, a laid back. It was fun, but did you notice that, that Rory and, and Brooks, the final group, they played in three hours and 47 minutes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it, once again, now that you, now that you're completely aware of how fast Brooks likes to play because of the whole JB Holmes issue, uh -huh. you know, they couldn't <laughs> stop talking about it. Right. Every time once Rory's ball was on the green, it may mean, seriously hadn't even stopped rolling yet. Say on approach, <laughs> they got to quickly cut to Kepka because he, He's getting ready to hit. He likes to play fast. And, and look, I think there's um, – don't you think that would help like 97% of amateur golfers if they just kind of picked up the pace? I think, yeah. they'd, I think they'd play better. Way too much analysis, right? Paralysis by analysis going on in the, in the amateur level, in the hack level. Uh, and honestly, probably too much at the pro level too. So Yeah, but, you know, he played good. If he could have made some of the putts he made today, last week, yeah, might be a totally different story, right? Possibly, yeah, yeah. But he heads into the uh, the playoffs, which begins uh, begins next week in Greensboro, uh, first round um, of the. Uh, I don't think are they calling it the FedEx Cup? Yeah, it's the FedEx yeah, Cup. Okay. Yeah, it's the playoffs. Yep. Okay. Oh, and we've been joined by a sharp dressed man coming in from <laughs> coming Easy. in. Pacific. Yes. What is going on, Shea Brewer? Hey guys, I'm in Portland. I'm spinning. There's a two and a half week run of the Broadway production Wicked. And oh. today's the last day. So, yeah, I've been spinning. So that's why I've missed you guys the last few weeks. But I'm happy to be here right now. Good, good. Well, we're just wrapping up a little bit of golf talk. Uh, Bill, did you see who won the non-WGC event, the Barracuda Championship today? No, who did? Colin Morikawa. Oh, my God, that kid. Stud, yes. stud in the making right there, right? Birdies the last three holes to win it, his first win. Uh, remember, he finished runner-up to um, Matt Nost um, or Matt um, – Who's the guy that won three weeks ago? Yeah, Wallace. No, Ryan. Who's the guy that won a couple weeks ago? Come on, come on, Ryan. Jump in there. Not Homa. Homa, uh, uh, rookie from Oklahoma State that won a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Stone or Rory? Matthew Wolf. Wolf. Oh, okay. Matthew, yeah, Matthew Wolf chipped in. That's so, close. Yeah, Colin Markow wins uh, his first event on tour. Bill, I, I retweeted it, but he's only been on the tour now for five weeks. <laughs> but if you looked at his, at his stroke average. He looked at his uh, shots gained from fairway, shots gained on irons. He's number one in every category. He's wow. 100th in putting. So he's doing this Ooh. without a hot putter. Wow. Just striking the ball. And obviously, uh, so now he gets into the Century uh, Champions event in Hawaii next year. Yep. Uh, going to be a lot of first-timers out there in Hawaii. Did it qualify him for the FedEx Cup playoffs? Is he, is, there's not a chance. Is he, did he cut correct uh, to the 130? I don't, I don't know because that, mm. that tournament got, got probably such, so little points. True, true. Um, You're right. With the WGC right. event. Get yeah. a I, got, I got a question being the, the novice uh, – not well, not novice. The less uh, 
enthusiastic golfer as you two boys. So why why is it the Stapleford scoring system, and how do they choose which tournaments to do that? He he won with a plus forty seven, which I'm pretty sure is is not the uh, the stroke play. <laughs> So what's the advantage, disadvantage? Um, could he have uh, not won if it was actually normal um, stroke play uh, scoring? Um, or if you win one, you're going to win the other, they just score it differently. What's, what's the deal with that Stapleford system? Well, I think part of the deal, you know, when they started it in Colorado, Bill, that tournament is, is super exciting because you're going for birdies. You know, it's kind of all, all or nothing. Birdies and eagles, um, you know, kind of wins the day. I don't know, Todd. Um, I'm sure there's probably some statistician out there that says, you know, his total score to par was this. I mean, 66, but, 66, 69, 66, 65. So he had a pretty good four days, I would think, right? Yeah, yeah Stableford um, just rewards players for going for it, right? Because uh, three points for a birdie as opposed to a minus one for a bogey, they're going for it, right? It's just like shooting three-pointers nowadays in the NBA just to bring Shea into the conversation. <laughs> If when those percentages go up, it's just worth it to just fire, be a D'Antoni or be a Kerr and just fire three pointers all the time. And you'll end up scoring more points. If you could just play a little defense, you can win. That's right. So let's, uh, let's quickly hit NBA. Uh, Shay, it's been a while since we've had you on, on with us, but uh, give us your insights on what you're seeing in the uh, is summer league still going on. Um, I don't think no. so. Summer league ended, uh, summer league ended two weeks ago. Um, Fun times, man. The NBA literally takes over Vegas. For three weeks, there's all former players, current players, aspiring players, coaches. There's everything going on NBA-wise in Vegas. Um, but actually, the biggest news, I think, this offseason, even more so than Anthony Davis, actually took place uh, last week after Summer League, and that was the Russell Westbrook trade. And uh, Houston being able to off Chris Paul's massive contract. And will Chris Paul stay or will he leave Oklahoma City? before the trade deadline is now the next big question. So what do you think about that move, Russell Westbrook now back with James Harden? Absolutely love it. I think Russell Westbrook fits D'Antoni's system. Um, what D'Antoni's system, you shoot a lot of threes. And like Bill just mentioned, you shoot the ball, you spread the floor. Um, Russell Westbrook isn't the greatest shooter in the world, but he puts so much pressure on the defense with his ability to penetrate that if you stop the penetration, you leave open shooters. And so you got a chance for those shooters to knock down shots or you just create driving lanes for Russell Westbrook. And it's not like I mean, Russell Westbrook getting the greatest defender in the world, but D'Antoni doesn't care if you play defense or not. So it actually hmm. works out perfect. That's awesome. He doesn't care. You're right. He doesn't. It's just get the shot off within 12 seconds, right? Shay, with all the pieces that have been moved around, let's just specific – only one team can win the West. <laughs> um, there's a lot of teams – uh, in the West with kind of a, a duo of players, including your Portland Trailblazers. Um, and, oh, and don't forget the Jazz and don't forget the Nuggets. And Mavericks are going to be better, I think, with Doncic and, and um, Porzingis. Uh, so just kind of stack the teams right now. Who do you think is the favorite? Who do you think? Not, not, don't tell me who Vegas thinks is the favorite. Who do you think is the favorite and, and, and what's the path for them to get there? I think you got to look at teams kind of – that, that their core has pretty much stayed to, together and they found a way to improve. And you look at a team like, I think, Utah or Portland or Denver um, in that top three, and then you look at the teams that they're there to win it all, but they don't necessarily have to be a one seed or a two seed in a regular season. So that's where you start to fill in you know, both L.A. teams and Houston and, and – even even San Antonio to a certain extent. I think the West is going to be extremely crowded this year. Um, 
a lot of the same faces. And I think you may see a shocker in there somewhere. I, you know, you look at a team like Golden State that lost a lot. They lose a lot. And even though they made an addition with D'Angelo Russell, is that enough to keep you competitive in the West? Okay, so so looking at the uh, – you always look for that team that comes out of nowhere. Better chance of making the playoffs, Sacramento, Dallas, or Pelicans? Phoenix. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even believe that. Though. <laughs> um, I, I absolutely love what Sacramento's doing. I just question – do they have enough veteran leadership to get them over the hump? Um, I think Dallas is loaded. And I think that um, Mark Cuban has shown in the past he's not afraid to spend money. I don't think they're done. I think they make a move at the deadline if they feel they're close. And I think Dallas gets there. Hmm. Okay. All right. And then what about in the East? I mean, um, Milwaukee, uh, Toronto is obviously going to be a, a train wreck, uh, maybe. I mean, they'll still probably make the playoffs, but um, losing Kawhi is going to be huge. That banner is only going to last so long. They can't do the banner raising every all 42 home games. Um, what other teams have stood out to you in the East as as making some waves? You like Philly? Do you like Boston? I, I I do. I like both of those teams. I'm still I'm a believer in Coach Bud in Milwaukee, and I feel like they've gotten better in the off season. Um, I think I love what Philadelphia is doing defensively. But I'll tell you, at summer league, it was very interesting to me. I, I like the moves that the Miami Heat made. Um, bringing in bringing in Jimmy Butler, but Tyler Hero, a rookie out of Kentucky, just lit up summer league. I mean, this kid can score. Like, he, I I watched plenty of Kentucky games last year, and I never noticed this kid. He didn't do anything to stand out, but this kid's a pro, and he can score. Like, literally, just outright score. He can defend high basketball IQ. I'd love to see him in a mix with Jimmy Butler. And, you know, Miami's still in the mix uh, to bring in maybe a, maybe a Chris Paul or a Bradley Bill. They're still in the mix to bring in another superstar as well. So I think Miami will be a sleeper. And call me a homer, but I, I love this young Atlanta Hawks team. Love homer, the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, man. They're, yeah. yeah. What about uh, Tyler Hero? Who does he remind you of, Shay? Give us a, give us a player in the NBA or, or past or present that – you like his body, his, his, his approach? Um, I mean, is he a Gordon Hayward kind of guy, or is he different? You know, he, he's been striking a lot of comparison to Gordon Hayward. I'd take you back even further, and it's another Kentucky uh, Kentucky legend. I'd say Rex Chapman. Mm. Uh, oh, the Hornets. You know, <laughs> good, good Twitter follow, by the way. I was Rick. a big number three fan back in the 80s. That was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a real Rex Chapman type build to him. Can shoot the lights out, but he can still handle the ball enough and sneaky athleticism. Okay, I have a Rex Chapman rookie card in my collection. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so a little NBA offseason. Uh, hey, Sean, I want to jump real quick. I want to jump in and tell you, Shay. I know that the, that the uh, NBA summer league takes over Vegas, but you know what took over Vegas last week? Bill Risser and freaking no, no, those freaking grasshoppers. <laughs> grasshoppers. Dude, oh my god! <laughs> I forgot to tell you that, Sean. But leaving, leaving the uh, Innovator Bash Thursday night, they're freaking everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> the swarm. You but, see, they showed up on the radar. Yes, on the radar. It was they showed up on the radar as a storm of yes uh, it, of grasshoppers. Yeah, it yeah, was awesome. It picked it up as a as a storm moving in, but it was actually just radar uh, blocking the radar. Wow. Um, Let's talk. Uh, let's talk Major League Baseball, Bill. I know you want to talk about something that happened today up north of the border. Yeah. So for the first time in the history of Major League Baseball, a team 
gave up a seven-run lead from the, in, in the sixth inning, had a seven-run lead, gave it up and lost, and the very next day returned the favor to the other team and no came back from a seven-run deficit in the sixth inning to win that game. Both so never happened in the never back to back. Back to back, back. back. Both scores were 10 to 9. Wow. <laughs> so, that's all. So, so you know, yesterday, yesterday, you're probably thinking, like, this will never happen again. And it happened less than 24 hours later. <laughs> and, and it went the right way. This time the Rays won today. Yeah, they, they came back. Because the Blue Jays suck. I mean, to have that team come back on you and score four runs in the ninth, by the way, to tie it, and then win it in the 12th. And the Blue Jays just dumped one of their pitchers, right, Marcus Stroman? Yeah, Marcus. You went to the Mets, right? Yeah. And I'm, the Mets are 12 games out. And I, I don't even wild card. They're way back. I, I don't get the Mets being buyers right now. That that because they they keep talking about trading Syndergaard, right? And, mm -hmm. and 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 there's a big change in the way the baseball uh, trade deadline works. It, there was always the July, you know, August first trade deadline, but then there was that September first. If you put them through waivers, and so players could put someone on waivers, and if they didn't get claimed, or if they did get claimed, they could just pull them back and not trade them. If they made it through waivers, they could trade them, and that player could be eligible for the postseason. This is it. There's one trade deadline. It is coming up this Thursday, and that's it, right? So if you don't get your players now, you're not getting them. Uh, so that'll really force a flurry of action, which MLB needs. You know, I mean, I'm sure they, with the NFL in full swing by September, right, um, with, with the season opening in a week, I think baseball's doing the right thing. Take your time. It's that we're in that dead zone we talk about where it's really just baseballs right now. So go ahead and um, play it for all it's worth. Yeah. What else have you seen on the diamond, Todd? Give us a little insight on the Bravos still leading the NL East. So yeah, a couple, a couple things. Um, they had a good, a good weekend. They got the, um, <laughs> they lost uh, two games to the Royals, right? Coming off the all-star break, which is, awful um so they had the phillies and they have uh coming up the nationals so they took two out of three in philly so that was good they were going for the sweep today and just uh just ran into a, a buzzsaw um is it nola bill their uh their ace um uh -huh, aaron nola yeah good yeah guy. He, he was doing great and then he kind of got roughed up in the seventh um but uh nick Marcakis on the 10-day dl he fractured his wrist got hit by a pitch yesterday and um, Dansby, Dansby Swanson um, put on the retroactive DL today, mm -hmm. 10 days. So I think he'll only be out maybe three, four days. But um, the injury bug hitting the Braves. So, gosh, if they could take two out of three um, against the Nats on the road, that would be, that'd be good stuff. Um, you're talking trade deadline, Bill. Um, who are the, Gi the Giants' ace? Um, um, Bum, Bumgarner, is that it? Yeah, Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, Mad Bum. Yeah. So – he was on the trade lock, trade block for for a while now, and the Braves were hot and heavy. They, rumors are they're going to sign him. Apparently, the Giants' record over the last month is ridiculously yeah, good. Having a hell they of a they're in second place now, still fourteen back, but they've moved all the way up yeah. to second place. But they played themselves into the wild card race. So, um, what was almost a guarantee trade a month ago dump, um, they they reined it in, said we're keeping them, and you know we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, to win the wild card, right? So I, I, I love that. I love that for Bruce Bochy, right? It's his final year. Uh, he's retiring, yeah. and, and you know Bruce yeah. was a, he was a stalwart. He was a backup catcher, stalwart, and backup catcher in the same sentence uh, for the pod, <laughs> for the Padres back in the late eighties. Uh, and, and really, and did a great job as the manager of the Padres for a, a brief period of time. But then, boy, I mean, to win three World Series with the Giants, right? That's just oh, really? yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, he's just the nicest guy. Yeah. So, anybody see anything else in baseball that they want to chat about? 
spray, 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 spray. Well, yep. Guys, Plus. guess what? We are heading into the first week of uh, football. We have our first football game this Thursday night, the Hall of Fame game. Never much of a game, uh, but it's nice that I saw um, Clay Travis posted. This is the first week of football until and it'll be well football every week until February eighth. So, football every week until from now until February eighth. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So pretty cool to think about. Uh, Denver plays Atlanta and the game up in Canton, um, and it should be interesting. And a, a full slate of preseason games. Uh, August eighth, so a week from Thursday. I see. I see the Bengals are off to their great start as usual. Yeah, AJ about, Green going down. How about that? Huh? <laughs> That's awesome. The Bungles. Yeah, it just continues. Tough loss. So not much to talk about. But uh, anything else, Shay or Todd or Billy, you want to get into? I, I have a couple wild card questions for us in these dog days of summer. Uh, Todd, anything on the soccer front? Um. Well, college football, Florida, Miami. August 24th, so less than a month. It's crazy. Looking forward yeah. to that. Um, soccer, I think I, I teased it uh, last week. Um, August 9th, which is not this Friday, but next Friday, uh, Liverpool is going to play Norwich City, a uh, recently promoted team to kick off the EPL season. So seems like it just ended. It's crazy how quickly it goes, but uh, we're back. And, Sean, I'm looking forward for you to announcing the, uh, the, the squad you're going to follow. Yeah, so I'll, have to I'll have to pick some before next Friday then, huh? Uh, yeah, not this year. Next week, by next okay. week's show. Man, you baby, that's my team. I'll stick with them through thin, thin and thin. Shay, what's been on your what's been on your sports radar out there in Portland? Um, like I said, I've been kind of taking a back seat. Um, still watching a lot of things NBA wise. Portland just made a really big move this week. Um, it doesn't necessarily move the needle, but they bring in a lot of veteran leadership and Paul Gasol, future mm. Hall of Famer, just signed with the Portland Trailblazers. So it's interesting to see what uh, what's going to happen here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, also, I think it kind of nipped it in the bud this week with uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, in the jersey uh, in the jersey signing there in the Clippers, and uh, Balmer announced that they in fact do have the funding to build a new arena in LA, so the Clippers will have their own separate arena in uh, 2024. But uh, that was a hot topic down in summer league. Um, would the Clippers stay in LA or would they move? So I was kind of following that pretty closely. And that wow. that new that new stadium is going to be relatively close, right? It's not. It's going to be fairly close to the Staples Center. Am I right with that? Or is it going back over towards uh, maybe towards Inglewood where the old Forum it, was? It is going to be in Inglewood next to where the uh, the Charger Stadium is. Oh, okay, so gotcha. So you got Santa Anita there. over there. You got the Chargers, and you'll have the. Uh, that's cool. All right. Mm -hmm. Good. Interesting. And Bill, is there anything else on your sports radar? Tennis uh, starts what? Uh, U.S. Open in three weeks, so you got yeah. probably the Cincinnati uh, tournament since ATP championships coming up. That's right. Yep. Yep. So uh, you know, I'll I'll just be on Serena watch. That's just me We're trying to get her her twenty fourth. I'm doing everything I can to help her, but it's not it's not working. Uh, the other thing is, Sean, you'll love this. I'm I'm now been charged with a couple of tasks in planning a a one week trip to Ireland to play golf next May. Ooh, nice. So our foursome from the Sunday mornings is going to Ireland. Uh, Ireland, so, wow. And Royal Portrush is on the agenda <laughs> where they played the right. British Open. Yeah. Nice. Well, we'll have to talk about, uh, oh, about that when we're down playing in, in uh, the state of Florida in a couple of yes. weeks. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be great. Be good. All right, guys, I got a couple of wild card questions for you. Uh, just throw it out there. Kind of the, the, uh, the, the stable 
of uh, drinking beers with, with buddies talking sports. Babe Ruth. Babe my Ruth. first question for you. Babe, Babe Ruth's my Brooke, first answer. Now, number two golfer of all time, Brooks Kepka. Let me, <laughs> let me let me pre, let me preempt this question number one with question number two is this college specific. Oh boy. The, the question I have for you is what is the best sports road trip? You're gonna go on a road trip with buddies. Uh, what would be the road trip you'd go on? Uh, Shay, you might have just taken it uh, early this this May. Uh, you said Kentucky Derby, um, but let's start with you, Bill. What, what would be the ultimate sports road trip that Is you? It, would... It's like a weekend kind event. of a thing. It's not a month, right? It's no, just... it's like an event. Yeah, like yeah, like what event. what event would you like to go to uh, that you think would be like the the best sports road trip? It, um, so it would be it would be having season passes for the Masters. So hmm. okay. four guys, so, you got a place to stay in Augusta and you'll have passes for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, uh, that's, that would be unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of hard to beat for a, a right. fan of golf. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Cause it, when you went, did you go to a real round or did you go to practice round? No, I, I was there for one round Saturday, the Saturday okay. round that, uh, uh Olaf Abel won that year in 99. But, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Todd, what do, what do you think? What comes to mind? Tough question. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but I had my best sports day ever. I did a practice round Monday in Augusta and then watched the Gators win the national championship in Atlanta in basketball <laughs> all in the same day. That was pretty good. Wow. Um, that's a real tough one. I'd say for me, it would have to be, um, you know, if, if your team, you know, makes the, 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 the NCAA football championship game, right. Um, or even the final four, um, okay. Other than the Masters, I'd say that's, you know, that's probably that would be on my list. If Florida was good enough, um, you know, to, wrong, to make a uh, wrong answer, wrong answer. <laughs> can, I, can I give you your right answer? <laughs> what, you know, I, I, I'll show you my award if you want. So I can, I can tell you that I, I can tell you the right answer. The right answer is you would go to Enfield and do a weekend and see a Liverpool game. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't even okay. think of that. I think I think I was thinking um, just just locally. I wasn't thinking yeah, about great yeah. road trip, right? Globally, oh, right? you you got it right. I was thinking locally. Yeah, yeah, great. I, I'll take that. I'll take that advice. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Shay, what what comes to mind? Would you say Derby is is would, would Derby be hard to beat? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you like the Make Derby three or four days out of it. You're drinking bourbon. You're hanging out with all these beautiful people. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> he, he liked the Derby so much. We didn't see him for a month after. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I think I'd have to go to the Masters uh, pick as well, Bill. I just think the the aura of the of the of the grounds, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. But to have but to have the the all the you know not just a one day practice round or or par three tournament to right. You know, obviously to see the whole thing would be would be pretty sweet. Okay, so let's let's focus in a little bit. Best college road trip. What's the game? Let's let's take championships off the table. What's mm -hmm. the okay. one game? that you'd love to go to what's the is there is there a game that let's start with you shay what's the what's the one college road trip could be basketball could be football mm -hmm. could be baseball if you want but could could be lacrosse <laughs> um the one that the one that i'd really want to go to uh carolina duke in cameron oh, i mm. took mine you took mine <laughs> <laughs> I, i've been to carolina duke in the dean dome but i've not been right to... I'm, I'm right there with you and the dean dome is still special and you feel it but to, to go to a small arena like Cameron and to see the Cameron crazies and Shosheskyville with all the tents and just outright just hate for each other and they're 12 miles apart, like that energy is electric. I, I'd love to do that in Cameron. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think the only other basketball uh, one the arena you'd like to go to besides like a Cameron uh, would be like Fog Allen Fieldhouse, you know, the, the rock chalk Jayhawk chant uh, at the end, you know, but um, back when they used to play Missouri, that was such a, such a big rivalry. I don't know who their big rival is now, maybe Texas or, you know, Kansas state. I'm not sure who that would be. Um, Todd, what comes to mind for you? College road trip. Man. Um, so I always default to football, right? Um, Shay, that's a great answer. Um, so I, and I feel like uh, we were fortunate enough, Sean, to live a lot of these, um, like the Florida Tennessees, the Florida, Florida state back in the heyday when <laughs> we saw some one versus two and some, some three versus five matches. Um, so I would default just without thinking too much about it, but I would, I mean, why not um, an Auburn, Alabama, uh, Auburn, Alabama Iron Bowl, right? So <laughs> just took, just took Bills. <laughs> Bills. What's, your, what's your third choice? Bill's first I don't know. I've got to go to my third choice now. I don't know what it is. got to think. Keep talking, Todd. Uh, well, I know Bill's going to say, you know, uh, <laughs> the battle of the big, big brown jug, Michigan, Minnesota. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> or the Governor's Cup, Louisville, Kentucky, which I've been to. I think, Sean, you've probably been to that too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Bill, you tough one, huh? And, and uh, uh, I'll throw in love for you. Ohio State, Michigan's got to be pretty fun also, right? Yep. I, I kind of think it's overrated a little bit just because I'm not a Big Ten guy. But, um, yeah, that's, that's way up there, right? Yeah. And it, obviously that's a long-time tradition one. Uh, but, gosh, with the way the record's been going, a lot of talk up here. Uh, if Ryan Day can start off his, his coaching career with a big win uh, over Michigan uh, and really put Harbaugh on the hot seat if he doesn't win this year. Bill, think out west. What about you know USC no, that, Notre Dame? I've done the west stuff. No, it, it would be a it would be a because you've t- you've wiped out the Ohio State Michigan game as well in one fell swoop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 uh, I'm all in on um, like a, either Stanford or SC game at Notre Dame because I've never yeah. been I've never been to Notre Dame game. Okay, yeah, I'd be there and see touchdown Jesus and see cool that, environment. Yeah, that whole space. Yeah, have you been to a game there? I have. Yeah. Yeah, Todd, have you? No. Nope. Yeah. So I think that for me, for a kid who grew up in the West Coast, because I've been to Rose Bowl, um, I've been to just, I've been to the Coliseum, I, I've been to all those places. Uh, so it's got to be someplace I haven't been before. And my yeah. son, by the way, was at a Carolina Duke game at Cameron in about yeah. the seventh row. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. He he pulled that one off on me. So that's cool. I think if I had to pick a game and, and looking, you know, current time versus mm-hmm. all time history, but I think that Red Rock, Red River Shootout. Uh, Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma, Texas just seems like such a cool environment. You know, it's an 11 o'clock kick there. It's always yeah. on at noon. Uh, you know, it's just a big game, and obviously teams are, are so good. Todd? Yeah, so speaking of that 11 o'clock kick, I was listening to um, ESPNU, uh, Rick Neuheisel. Um, I forget what the show's called. But the, the Pac-10 is considering to, to get more relevant and to compete, I guess, with uh, our guys, at, uh, considering 9 a.m. kickoffs. Um, out west, which means they'd have a game of the week at noon uh, here at Eastern Time. Wow. I'm thinking there's no way that's ever going to no. come through. Um, but I, I like the thought process. They want to get more relevant. They want more people on the East Coast to maybe watch some of their games. Just play more noons and, and fours instead of all those 730s. You know? 730s. 10:30 yeah. out here. Right. We're, we're 12, uh, 12 cores lights in falling asleep. You know? It's <laughs> like – yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's hard to stand for those games, man. I like I like your game day beer choice. It's no heavy IPA. It's oh no no, no. you need a pounding beer. You need a pounding. 
You're pounding <laughs> ultras, ultras all day. Marathon, baby. Not a sprint, right, Todd? <laughs> not, a, not a sprint. Not a sprint. All right, here's an interesting question. We'll do a couple more, and then we'll, we'll call, it a, call it a show. Um, I want you to think, what, what's the best event to watch on TV versus seeing in person? Or which one would you rather see in person than watch on TV? Is there any event? Um, like, to me, the first one that comes to mind is, is a NASCAR event. When I went to, to see a NASCAR event, when Jim Mullaney and I went to the, the Winston it was, you know, now it's called the Coca-Cola, um, you know, the all-star race. It was, and when you just, when you're there in person, it's unbelievably exciting. Um, and the tailgating and everything like that. And it's kind of like hockey, you know, when you see it in person, so different. One answer, only one answer. I'll, I'll say NASCAR. <laughs> you, you stole my thunder. I think hockey's the easy choice. I'm sure Bill, you'd agree. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, those both, I've done both of those live and television. I've seen, I've been to five NASCAR races and, and Sean, I've I mentioned before, when you have a hot pass and you're in the pits during the race, it is mind blowing. Yeah. When you're 15 feet away from the car. When you watch him literally do it in like 37 seconds or whatever. 14, you know. 14 yeah. seconds, change four tires. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And watch, even just watching the guys practice because they've got a practice hub set up where in between while the race is going on, they're like just practicing and practicing, taking the nuts off and putting them back on. You know, it's just, it's crazy what they do down there. Um, measuring tread on tires and, you know, running into Randy Johnson because he, he's a huge NASCAR fan and he has a photo, he's a, he's a, uh, like a, his hobby's photography. So he's hmm. a, he has a press pass and he's running around with this giant camera and it's hard to duck when you're six foot 10. <laughs> it's not Randy. Who's that guy in still? So that's right. Not the only taller NASCAR fan has to be Brad Doherty, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's probably six eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Todd, Todd, Todd. so what's another what's another she, uh go ahead Todd what you, you pick one off I'll, I'll think of something uh, it's a tough question without thinking but I would think um you know maybe uh maybe Ryder Cup on Sunday when the singles Ooh, matches are going on yeah. I think that would be pretty neat um but that's yeah. hard to, you know you can only see one yeah, I was gonna say where you where would you position yourself or um, as on tv you know you know what? Give me the Ryder Cup on Sunday singles matches in a hospitality tent where the TV's on. And I can ah, well played. Feel, feel the energy, have some beers, and just watch what's going on. So. Well, well played. Yeah, Thank you. That's good. All right, last one. Um, did Bill have any, by the way, or, or did you run out? No, I think, well, let me, let me think that through. Um, okay, so it, it, it would be live, and it would have to, to be at the World Cup of Cricket. Try to get you out what you're drinking. <laughs> Todd almost lost it. Wow. I was so I, excited with the World Cup of Soccer. I was like, I was oh, my watching, God, it's amazing. I was watching the World Cup of Cricket while I was in London, and it was super cool, especially with England winning. Um, but I would love – Allegedly. Yeah. No, they did. It's just, hey, you know, wait, there's no replay in cricket. No VAR. No VAR in cricket. So, yeah, that something like that would just be super cool because – a Liverpool home game. I will uh, amend mine to a Liverpool okay. home game. Okay, good. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so you might have just uh, tipped your hand there on that one, Todd. Uh -oh. Just last question, guys. Uh, uh, college and pro, get, think about them. Give, give me your – what's the one stadium you'd like mm. to, to get to uh, of any sport? Uh, you know, we mentioned Cameron's, but let's, you know, so take ones we've set off the table. Uh, what, what's the one place you'd like to say, but I, I got to go to see a game in those stadiums? Anfield. Anfield in Liverpool. I, that's, okay. That's, Yep. Even before, um, yeah, just, uh, I, I would be really excited to be there for home game to, to watch him sing. Um, you'll never walk alone about two minutes before the kickoff, the, the pregame in the, the pub outside of, uh, the stadium, the post game, um, 
that would that would be great. That'd be that's cool. Yeah. What about college, Todd? Is there any any arena or basketball or football that you've you know would like to say you've been there? Hmm. I mean, Cameron's a good one. Dean Doan's a good good one. Uh, Notre, you know, Notre Dame football. All all the ones mentioned are, are pretty good. Um, I'd have to think on that one. Other than those three that have already been mentioned, um, give me give me a second to think. I may all chime right. back. In. Bill, how about you? Pro or college? Pro is Roland Garros. Ooh, okay, cool. Because I've been because no, I've been to Wimbledon. That's yesterday's news, right? Been to Flushing Meadows. Yeah. So, what is the place in Australia called? Uh, the Australian Open is in Melbourne, and I think it's just called the I don't know what Melbourne Stadium. I don't think it has a fancy name like Stan that. Yeah. Stan Smith Australian? Mm, it seems no, Rod Laver. It's called Rod, Rod Laver, Laver Arena. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And, and, and Australia and the U.S. Open seem kind of boring. Like Roland, Roland Garros and Wimbledon seem a little more um, – Definitely more – a little fancy. Yeah. 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 We'll call it fancy. Um, let's see. Uh, for college, is now the next pick? Is that where you're going? Yeah. Is there a basketball or, or, yeah. or a, a, a football place you'd love to, love to see? Yeah, so, so I guess I guess it would have to be. Uh, I don't even know the name of the field at Alabama. What's Alabama's stadium called? <laughs> Legion Field, right? Legion, is that it? Is it Legion Field? No, somewhere? Brian Denny. Brian Denny Stadium. That's uh, Legion Field's a neutral site one. So, so yeah. Al- Alabama at a at a home game, right? I think that would be super fun. Yep, right? Been there. Uh, yep, yep. Yep. So that'll be neat. With the, with the curling ramps up in the in the corners, you know, yeah. and then that's just like a Qualcomm. Qualcomm's yeah. the same way. Yeah. So, yeah. I, um, the the one in the SEC that I haven't been to for a game is the uh, Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. I would love to love to check that one off the list. Uh, I missed my chance to see a game in Athens. Uh, you know when they when they moved the Florida Georgia game out of Jacksonville when the Jacksonville Jaguars came into the NFL. Uh, a couple of our buddies saw Todd the game between the hedges. I've been to the stadium. I just never been there during a game. Yep. And, and so I, um, I, I don't. Uh, did I cut you off? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So. Uh, I thought of a pro venue, um, even though I'll, I'll stick with Anfield, but Lambeau Field would be cool. Um, yeah, good one. Spent, spent a lot of time in Wisconsin. So my college, I'm going to choose. It's a little off, off the beaten path. I'm going to go with Camp Randall, uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Very they cool. seem to have a very fun time at those games. Um, and my brother-in-law, Bob, actually went to a game, and he said he's never eaten or drank so much pregame like, <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere you go, there's people eating a lot of cheese, um, a lot of cheese sausages, products, yeah, a lot of sausages, a lot of bratwurst, yeah. and like you know, beers like water. Um, he's like, we, we thought we drank a lot at Florida games. He's like, it's unbelievable how much beer they they pound up there. So, yeah. anyway, I think, I think if I was going to go to a pro arena that wasn't you know, a football, I'd love to go to the um, the home of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, the the mm. form I think is what it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super, super tough ticket to get, uh, incredibly difficult. Uh, but there's some, there's some fun ones, you know. It'd be kind of fun to go through each, you know, pick one for each, each conference. Like, like in the Pac-12, Pac-12, I'd probably pick Folsom Field in Colorado. You know, get to see Buffalo, Ralphie mm. run down the field. But, you know, I've been in the stadium when it's empty, but, you know, Washington State's, uh, yeah. you know, on the Palouse, you know, pretty cool. Bill, your stadium there, beautiful in, in, uh, in Tempe, uh, mm-hmm. Aztec Stadium. Or uh, in Tempe, that'd be Sun Devil Stadium, and it's, right? So you're talking about in Tempe? Yeah, Sun Devil. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There, and re, underwent an extensive remodel. I think it opens this year. They took out a bunch of seats. It it, it sat seventy thousand, which was too much for that stadium. Um, so they made the seats more comfortable. There's fewer. 
they opened up some sight lines. Probably push the students a little closer to the field. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be, uh, I think, and this is their first year. So. Well, looking forward to it, guys. We're, we're uh, like I said, we got a couple more weeks to go, but gosh, football starts this week. Golf playoffs start this week. Uh, let's hey, Sean, why don't you tell Todd what you're going to be doing for the first time in your life this coming football season? Oh, I might be doing a fantasy might. might. I got I got to do a fantasy football league. Yeah. You got into one? <laughs> Bill's, Bill's, Bill's dragging me into a fantasy football league. Uh, no, uh, Joe Rand and I are co-commissioners of the league. Yes. And, and we've, we've determined that you must play or you will be called baby boy Sean for <laughs> all eternity. And Have fun with your new second job, Sean. Have fun with your new second job. It takes uh, 10 minutes a week to set your lineup. You're good. Mm-hmm. You're going to be rooting for teams you've never wanted to root for. <laughs> the, Gator, the Gator boys. We'll, we'll team up with Todd. We'll there you go, Todd. You're in with him. Nice. Co-own a team. Nice. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. All right. All right. Let's wrap right. up, guys. Uh, tell us what you got going on this week. Shay had to jump off to, uh, to get wicked. Uh, Todd, tell me what you got coming up this week. Um, yeah, so glad Shay could hop back on. Um, his NBA knowledge is always uh, ours, uh, ours combined times 10. Um, Portland, Portland intrigues me. He was wearing full suit and tie and looked <laughs> in July and looked comfortable as all get out, like outside, right? I was right. shocked. I was like, that's awesome. So um, this week, are you guys ready? You sitting down? Um, back, back to school on Thursday, if you can believe it, here in, oh, in Georgia. August 1st. August first. Wow! I got a uh, a junior and a freshman in high school. They go to school on Thursday. <laughs> August first. Wow! Yeah, wow. I'll repeat myself: a junior and a freshman. Old man, old man, uh, you know, they call me that OMM. I'm, I'm, uh, although I was the youngest in my family, um, the group of friends I hung out with, I was the other statement. So they called me <laughs> OMM. The original uh, name of the song by Naughty by Nature was "You Down with OMM," but then they changed. It to OBP. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yep, yeah, just uh, catching up with work, um, uh, preparing for the week after. Um, next week's going to be a little back to normal and a little more of a heavy, heavy push. Um, but this week, uh, just trying to maintain, close as much work as I can, and then is it North Forsyth? That's where the kids go. South. 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 Alpha site, the War Eagles. Go, go, War Eagles. So, um, so there you go. That's uh, basically my week in a nutshell. So, Good. you, Bill, what you got going Bill, on? How about your award-winning podcast? Do you have a guest coming up, or is it another? No, I have a, I have a brand new guest for this uh, uh, Tuesday. His name is. Do you have a new bumper coming on about your award? Like, no, no. I am, I am going to upgrade the website a little bit. I want to change it up, uh, and there I will. I talked to a few marketing people. In Vegas, like Molly McKinley and some other people who said, yeah, you absolutely promote it on your website. Uh, so I'll do that. And, uh, and let's see, it's Paul Mydelsky. And I don't know if you know him, Sean. He's out of Boston. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he was a REMAX guy, big, big REMAX franchise who started what's called leading, uh, leading edge real estate in Boston, a broker, independent brokerage. So um, they came to me. And, I, and when, that, when that happens, I do uh, so, you know, kind of some quick research to see if it's somebody I want to talk to. This guy's got a great story. I mean, <laughs> he, he owned a nightclub on Nantucket. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, we're going to have some fun talking about that. Nice. Uh, and then he's doing some great stuff. He's now, got, is he episode 200? No, he's 198. Okay. Uh, Charles Cherney, another guy who lives in Cambridge near Harvard, went to Harvard. A uh, friend of Anthony Malafrante's is episode 199. 
And episode 200 is Dolly Lenz, who wow. is the you know, queen of Manhattan real estate, sold over $10 billion worth of real estate in Manhattan. I've already done that interview. And, um, and Sean, you and I both have the same kind of thoughts about sometimes when those people get on panels. Um, mm -hmm. And she did a great job. So I'm Good. super happy with the Good. outcome of the interview, right? So I tried Good. really hard not to let that happen, if you know what I mean. Not to let it be a luxury snob. No, yeah, just she was just, look, she... She grew up in a very lower middle class home eating um, ketchup sandwiches, you know, and I remember when I was little, I, my, my, I was more of a mayonnaise sandwich guy when, you know, the, there was no bologna left. I just had mayonnaise. Right? <laughs> Doubled so, ham. Double ham here. Yeah, whatever you could do, you know, so uh, she's, she comes from humble beginnings and uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting story. So that, that takes us to episode 200 and then boy, we're just rolling out a whole bunch more shows. Super exciting. Awesome. And are you in, uh, in Lee County this week? Or are you? No, I'm, I'm, a, it's, I'm a, you call it a home week. Um, I've got a lot of appointments scheduled uh, to help the local team up here in uh, Hillsborough and Pinellas counties. So uh, some observations um, coming up. First of all, I love how Bill is just very uh, tiptoeing and, and being very vague. And then Sean jumps in with the electric snob. <laughs> <laughs> all your hard work was quickly just chopped at the knees. I got to so, edit. I, I can edit things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a, I have I a name. Think, I don't think Dolly Lenz listens to the stare down. I think we're okay there. I have a name for your 200th episode, Bill. It'll Go be the it. Mendoza episode. Ah, I'll, I'll take that into consideration. Consideration. Come on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, it's uh, already a no. I can see it. If, can it see if it was a sports fan, it would be easy. But That'd be easier, like, uh, yes. Yeah, Dolly, I don't think is much of a sports fan. So, uh, Guys, for me, look, my schedule is kind of wide open this week. I got a couple. Uh, webinars, things I got to be on, but it's going to be a nice weekend. I got a closing coming up on Friday. Uh, but when it's all said and done, Bill, I'm going to, going to, there's a blog post in this closing. Uh, I know it because it's, it's, you know, uh, somewhere, somewhere in the, in the buried in the lead is, is uh, when, when listings sell in a day, there's a lot more to it than just the day it sells, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, it, this is a, uh, it's going to close on August 2nd. And I think we met with the seller the first time, probably in about, September 20th last year wow. and did all things to get it ready. So, wow. uh, yeah. So I think there's, there's kind of that behind the scenes, like, Oh, I didn't realize that's what happens, you know? Yeah. Good. I love oh, it. Yeah, so a cool overnight story. Success. Overnight success. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Right, Todd. Uh, it yeah. didn't happen. Overnight. Nice, nice callback. Nice callback, Todd. Thank you. Thank yeah, that's you. Nice to have you on the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it should be fun. Should, should try and get a lot done and, uh, and just really Bill, you and I got to tighten up, uh, slides for thing. We'll talk about this when we go off the air. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be here before we know it. So really excited about that, but guys, let's call it a show. Good, good catching up with you guys as always on behalf of Bill and Todd, I'm Sean Carpenter and shout out to Shay. Thanks for listening to the stare down.